Hey there, and welcome to the Unlikely Artist Podcast, where I'll teach you how to gain the freedom you need to become who you want, instead of who you've been telling yourself you need to be. I'm Heather Kerr. I went from international tax to art and coaching because those are the things I've been yearning to do. Listen in to find out how you can start doing what you love to in slow, easy steps each week. Let's dive in now. Welcome back, Savvy Souls. It's so fun doing this podcast, partly because I learned so much. Usually what happens is I wake up the day it's due and I set that day aside to work on it. And I don't know what I'm going to be talking about. And I just meditate or I get on the elliptical and I just open my mind to that kind of space of emptiness. And then an idea just floats through me and I go from there. I What I've been doing lately is it comes to me so quickly that what I do is I literally write it down word for word because it seems to come up that way for me. And it just flows. I don't cross stuff out. I don't think about it logically. It just comes out. And then what I find is a week later when it's released, I listen to it and it's kind of like, oh, that's a really good idea. I never heard of that before. Anyway, just wanted to share that process with you. It is so fun. So today I'm going to be talking about mayflies, clouds, and the meaning of life (laughs) to uh, bite off just a small topic. So mayflies fascinate me. I get fascinated by the existence of a living creature whose adult life spans only a single day. I'm not the only one who's fascinated by the mayfly. In 2021, when I looked it up, I found out that there's a group of European entomologists that named the Danish mayfly the 2021 insect of the year. Apparently that's a thing. The organization wanted to honor the mayfly's short lifespan. The Latin name for a mayfly means ephemeral, and that's an English word, but it means lasting a very short time. Here's how a mayfly's life apparently goes down. Mayflies drop their eggs in water, and when the larvae hatch, they molt. That means they lose their skins about 30 times over the next one to three years. At the end of all of this skin shedding, they're ready to go. The larvae float up to the water surface and the mayfly bursts into flight, fully formed with its wings. It mates, it drops eggs in the water, and then it dies after one day or at the most two days. A mayfly has the shortest life, I think probably what they mean by that is the shortest adult life span of any animal around the world. A mayfly's life fascinates me because, well, kind of like, what's the point? What's the point of this one-day lifespan? Why does the mayfly even exist? I think the mayfly, its existence, is like a pointer to a bigger question. 
What is the point of something that's so ephemeral and fleeting? How do we connect with the idea of a creature that has no past and no future? Something that's only here briefly and then gone. I'm going to give my answer to this question in a bit of a roundabout way today. I'm not doing this to be frustrating, but because I believe we can get to a deeper understanding of bigger question by thinking about things that hint at the answer rather than trying to figure it out. Just kind of like a poem can express a deeper truth than a logically thought out ordered essay can, or at least I think that. So savvy souls, when we think about the mayfly, I think it's the absence of time that really strikes us that somehow feels illogical or misplaced. This absence of time is so contrary to us and the way that we live. So much of what we think about every day is related to time, to time existing before today, to time existing after today. Rather fussing about the past, thinking about the mistakes we made or things we regret, or also remembering good times or celebrating what's been important, the experiences we've had that we treasured and we want to hold on to. Or we're thinking about the future. We're planning for what will come. We're organizing a future that we want to create. We're worried about what will happen. We're existing now, but our minds aren't here. They're with our past selves. Are they with our future selves? So much of the time, this is what we're all doing. So it's hard to imagine being that mayfly and saying, oh, this is it. This is all I've got just right now. So mayflies, what is the point of their short lives? The answer dawned on me the other day, at least what seemed like a good answer to me. And it didn't dawn on me when I was thinking about mayflies, but when I was thinking about clouds. That's something I'm doing a lot these days because I made a decision last fall to paint clouds. I wanted to shift from painting abstract circular images that I had been painting to represent our interior landscape to start painting something real, something out there in the world to paint my take on it, and I chose clouds. So this painting of clouds is a brand new project for me. When I started, I listened to the advice of my friend and mentor, the hugely accomplished artist and creative soul, Gail Hill. She was speaking to a photography group and she said, you need to find yourself in the photos. You always need to find yourself in the art you're doing if you want to really speak to the audience. If you want it to be worthwhile, you if you want something to say, you've got to see yourself in it. This was perfectly timed advice just when I started to paint the clouds. So I thought, well, before I try to paint them, I'm going to study them. I'm going to find myself in them. So I went for long walks and I thought about the clouds overhead of me. What did it feel like 
for me to be there underneath them? And what would it feel like to be the cloud? I wrote about them. I voice recorded my impressions of the clouds as I walked. I took photos of them and I studied the photos. I studied information that I Googled about how they're formed, the different types. I joined something called the Cloud Appreciation Society, an international society for us cloud lovers. The Cloud Appreciation Society sends me a photo with some thoughts or information about clouds every single day. And I've learned so much from them. I kept thinking about what is it in the clouds that attracts me? What do I want to show people about them? What do I see in them? And I've now realized what that thing is. And it's the answer to my question about the purpose of mayflies. And it provides an answer to one of my biggest questions about the meaning of life the point of it all. When I wrote about the clouds, it was like when I thought about the mayflies. The essential characteristic of clouds is that they're fleeting, transitory, ephemeral. They don't stick around. They're here, then they're gone. They change form as they go. Pretty soon, they don't exist at all. They only last a few hours. I studied cloud painters. One artist who does lovely work said, most artists have it all wrong when they try to paint clouds. It's better to think of clouds as nothings. Paint what's around them. Leave a gap for the cloud. It'll look more realistic. Clouds are, after all, mostly empty space. They're just water in the sky. Let your paintings reflect that. But I felt a no rise up inside of me. Because what I realized is that clouds are in their full glory at the moment I'm looking at them. Yeah, they're transitory, but they exist now, big time. Did you know that a single typical fluffy cloud weighs about 1.1 million pounds? And thunderstorms have towered up to 65,000 feet, that's 14 miles. So clouds are like massive temporary sculptures in the sky. I like to think of them as beings, beings who are fleetingly, but powerfully and beautifully with us. And then they're gone. Yes, clouds are transient. Mayflies are transient. But so are, are we. Our timeline here on Earth, from the vantage point of the universe, is like nothing. It's not even a blink of the eye and we're gone. But like the clouds, like the mayfly, every moment in time that we are here, we're in our full being. We're here in our glorious aliveness. The clouds are glorious sculptures in the sky, just as our lives are like beautiful art we get to experience every day we're alive. The mayfly's purpose is just to be here for a moment. How do I know this? Because that's what happens. A cloud's purpose, too, is to just be here for a moment. A cloud is gloriously here, and then it's gone. Us humans, our purpose in being on the earth for the short moments we get to be here is to be gloriously here, to be fully here as long as we're here. 
The mayfly and the clouds are here to teach us a lesson, to demonstrate how to just be in our beingness, to be present now, to show us we don't need a past or a future. We can just be fully here now, and that's enough. They're here to remind us that we can find meaning in our lives now, with the way we are now, with what we know now, that our meaning is in our everyday existence. I believe that the meaning of life is to experience every single moment. This is what creates the feeling of a richly lived life, is living every day in the maximum experience of it. It's not getting lost in the past or the future, in being with what's here now. So here's what I'd like to ask you to do this week, Savvy Souls. Notice today and then every day this week. How often are you mulling over the past? Thinking about the future? Worrying? Planning? How much of the time are you just where you are? Fully engaged in what you're doing? Noticing everything that's here for you right now? What is the richness of your life right now, regardless of your financial situation? Pay attention. How fully engaged are you in the conversations you're having? The activities you're participating in? Are you focused on what's happening now? Or what you'll say next? What you'll do tomorrow? How much of what's around you are you really taking in? What are you seeing? What are your sensory experiences? What's happening in your body? How does it all feel? At the end of the day, this is all we've got, Savvy Souls. The truth is life is transitory. We get to be here, to fully participate, to be gloriously here. We can choose not to be lost in the future or the past. That, Savvy Souls, is what I see in the clouds. Beautiful, large, light-filled beings that are here and then gone, just like you and me just like the mayflies. Let's all be here now. By the way, if you'd like to dive deeper into this idea of exploring your beingness, I'd like to recommend you read either or both of these books. One is The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, and the other one is Living Untethered by Michael Allen Singer. Michael Singer also wrote the untethered soul, but I would recommend living untethered because it tells you how to apply the principles of the untethered soul in your daily life. So hope you enjoyed this. I would suggest you contemplate what I talked about today. When you talk about, when I talk about these bigger ideas or when we think about them, it's sometimes good to contemplate them to let the full meaning emerge for you. See you next time, Savvy Souls. Have a beautiful week. So if you're energized by the possibilities you're hearing about on this podcast, but you're wondering how it's possible to actually make what you've been fantasizing about doing actually happen, I'd love you to join me for a free strategy session where we'll talk about coaching together. 
We'll explore how you can start making what you want possible by taking small, easy steps that add up to something amazing. Just click on the link in the show notes below this episode to book your free call. I'd love to meet you live. And all my listeners, remember, it's finally your time to do what you want.